0: Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure, self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market, or for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888 705 0950. That's 888-705-0950. And you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to The Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you tonight. It's Wednesday, the epicenter of a very busy broadcast week. want to say thank you to our sponsors, Goldco, Magnesium Breakthrough, and for Patriot Supply. When you patronize... The companies that support The Shannon Joy Show right here on Rumble and Twitter, also our podcasts and our broadcasts on News Radio Wham 1180, you are helping keep this show independent. So if you're in the market for any of those products or services, please consider using them and make sure you let them know that Shannon Joy sent you. I'm going to give you all kinds of information about our sponsors a little bit later in the program. We have so much to go over tonight. It is, I mean, huge announcement from Tucker Carlson. So we're going to hit two topics tonight. We are obviously going to cover Tucker Carlson's announcement on platforming right here on Twitter broadcast, which is really exciting. Also, we're going to continue the discussion on Donald Trump and Trump actually being the swamp. Is he in cahoots? Has he always been Part of the swamp. There's more and more evidence coming out, and it's becoming very obvious to people that something is not right with MAGA, with Trump Inc., with the Trump campaign, and their connections to so many conservative media outlets and influencers. Is there some shady business going on? We're going to look at a couple pieces from our good friend Pedro Gonzalez. He has a fantastic sub stack called Contra. And what we talked about yesterday, right? Um, the sausage, the, the backroom deals that are made between political candidates and media companies and also influencers, and how that skews the truth. It skews their reporting and it denies you, the voter you, the citizens of the United States of America who thought you lived in a constitutional republic, your voice, right? Because you're not getting all the information. And this, this was evident in what happened with Tucker Carlson, I am certain, over at Fox News. He was ruffling way too many feathers in the mainstream political establishment, both on the left and the right, particularly with issues pertaining to Donald Trump and his campaign. And we saw that in the leaking of T- Tucker Carlson's tweets. So we know that there was some, not tweets, I'm sorry, in Tucker Carlson's text messages. So we know that there was some contentions there, contentious um, you know, banter there way back when, and it just recently came to the fore with Tucker's firing over at Fox News. So the two stories kind of merge together, but Pedro Gonzalez has two great pieces that, Really exemplify how this works. One focusing on Breitbart. Remember, Andrew Breitbart, he was, I mean, a menace. He was amazing. And his books actually shaped a lot of my thinking in the very early days of the Shannon Joy Show when I launched it in, you know, 10 years ago. And so his legacy media outlet, Breitbart News, is now coming under fire after. Leaked documents show that the editor over at Breitbart was indeed trying to skew coverage so that it would be favorable to Donald Trump and unfavorable to Ron DeSantis, Trump's chief opponent in the race for the nomination for the presidency of the United States of America. So this is very important. You guys need to understand how this works so that you can discern. A lot of shenanigans going on over in the Trump campaign and MAGA Inc. It's time that we sever those connections between a political candidate and news outlets that are supposed to be fair and balanced. They're supposed to be independent. And they're supposed to be committed first to the truth and to their audiences, not political candidates or parties or a political apparatus, right? That's kind of the nut of the story here. And so yesterday we laid it out for you a little bit on the program. Today, I'm gonna give you some uh, real examples of how this works, Uh, using these great pieces by Pedro Gonzalez from his Substack Contra. Pedro will be with us next week on Monday. Also tomorrow, I'm welcoming Amy Kelly of Daily Cloud into the Joy Virtual Studio to go over Report 69, among other reports that are coming out of the Pfizer Document Project. She works very closely with our good friend, Naomi Wolf. And we're going to talk about Report 69, which essentially details that Pfizer and the FDA knew full well that the COVID 19 vaccines would kill infants. They would kill fetuses. They would injure young babies and nursing infants shortly after birth. And they have all of the receipts. It's absolutely devastating. It's Mangalian. This is the truth. It's the reality that we are dealing with today. And yet we still cannot penetrate mainstream news media, the Republican Party, the two top contenders for the Republican nomination, and right-wing news media with the truth about vaccine injury and death. That is the Voldemort. That is the, the phrase that may not be spoken by so many in our elite. All right? We need to change that. And Tucker Carlson, moving to this independent platform on Twitter, could be instrumental in that. It's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do. And we're going to analyze that a little bit today. So let's do this first. Let's let let's talk about Tucker first, because this is, I mean, last week I had Justin Hart in the Joy Virtual Studio. And he said, if, if Tucker doesn't make an announcement in the next couple of days, it probably indicates that he's going to go the independent route. And it seems as if Justin Hart had a crystal ball and he got it right yesterday. Twitter just got a whole lot hotter with the announcement by Tucker Carlson that he will be re-platforming independently on none other than the Twitter. This is after rumors of multi-gazillion dollar deals with con-inc outlets. We had a message from Glenn Beck over at The Blaze. We had rumors of Newsmax or OAN offering like gazillion dollar deals. And it seems as if Tucker has chosen the way of the independent. And I think that is absolutely delicious. Honestly, this is surprising to me, to be honest. And I think there are a lot of angles here that we should all consider, which we'll get into in a moment. But first, let's look at the left-wing news media response. To the announcement by Tucker Carlson, which already has a bazillion views and impressions on Twitter. I mean, he's already a superstar. If anyone could go the independent route and do it brilliantly, it is Tucker Carlson. And I do think that it's become evidence that he had the golden handcuffs on at Fox News. We reported weeks ago the Tucker Carlson interview with Donald Trump, right? Right pretty much full of softballs, not very difficult questions. And the glaring omission, you know, Tucker Carlson was one of the outlets that would report on vaccine injury and death. He would report on the the vaccine um, inefficacy. He reported on operation warp speed. He was critical in some senses. So he was probably one of the most outspoken in given the capacity that he was in at Fox news on the issue of vaccine injury and death. But it was astounding to me, as it was astounding to many of you, that during his interview on Fox News just a few weeks ago with Donald Trump, he omitted the discussion about Trump's response to COVID-19. The lockdowns, the forced masking, Operation Warp Speed, and then his continued doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down on everything that his administration did, which was in lockstep. With the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the Republican Party, the establishment Democrat Party, and also HHS, FDA, CDC, Fauci, burks you name it, right? Hook, line, and sinker, Trump was all in. The father of lockdown, the father of these deadly, toxic vaccines. And so it was a glaring omission in that interview with Donald Trump by Tucker Carlson, where you could really see in real time those golden handcuffs. There were rules. There were conditions. You can't tell the truth. And this is essentially what Tucker delivered in his address yesterday when he announced his platforming on Twitter. But this is from, I found this hilarious hilarious from CNN. And they're reporting, ready for this? All of a sudden, overnight, Tucker Carlson has become a right-wing extremist. This is the reporting. Right-wing extremist Tucker Carlson on Tuesday announced that he will relaunch his program on Twitter, which he praised as the only remaining large free speech platform in the world after Fox News fired him last month. And I agree with Tucker. I can't believe that I have now stumbled and bumbled my way onto the two hottest platforms for video streaming on the face of the planet, Rumble and now Twitter. I'm so capitalizing on this. In fact, I don't even know if there's another, I don't know if there's another daily show that live streams on Twitter on a daily basis, like we've been doing. We've been here now for four or five weeks. We we platformed first on Rumble, and now we've been having great success with Twitter, with the Shannon Joy show. And so I find it just astounding that here I am. I mean, like I said, Tucker is going to make Twitter much hotter, and um, it's a good thing. But back to the CNN piece. Carlson made the announcement in a video posted on the social media website, which Elon Musk, as we all know, acquired last year. Musk has said now that Twitter did not sign an agreement with Carlson for his new show. And I have the statement, which I'll share with you guys in a minute. Twitter has devolved, according to CNN, Twitter has devolved in recent months into a chaotic platform where I'm I'm opining here, free speech rules, where the traditional press has come under assault from the billionaire Elon Musk, right? But this is what Tucker had to say. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy, according to Tucker Carlson in his address. On Twitter. That's why it was enshrined in the First Amendment of our Constitution, Carlson said. Amazingly, as of tonight, there are not that many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining is Twitter, where we are now, said Tucker Carlson. He demonized the news media in his announcement in the video, according to CNN, rightfully so, accusing journalists of often excluding facts that detract, detract from their narratives. Right lies by omission, according to Tucker Carlson. He didn't mention Musk had censored speech on Twitter, including banning several prominent reporters from their website just last year. This is according to CNN, right? So they don't like Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is going to create a lot of headaches for them now, especially as they move into a premier video platforming and streaming entity, which they haven't done yet. We figured out how to do it with the Shannon Joy show, but it's going to get better and better. Now, back to what Tucker Carlson said in his statement. He said, the best you can hope for in the news business at this point, and he's been in it for decades, right, is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And we could see those limits if you paid attention and you and you looked carefully. Carlson said, And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, which Carlson has, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Now, that is a blatant indictment, a stunning indictment of mainstream news media, right-wing news media with Fox News at the helm, Con, Inc., and Conservative Radio. Notice that Tucker did not decide to go to OAN or Newsmax or any of the big online platforms like Daily Wire or The Blaze. Why do you think that is? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. First, I want to get to Elon Musk's response because this is also very interesting to me. Elon Musk came out and tweeted. Now, I don't know if he knew that Tucker was going to make this announcement if there was any type of I don't know if they like do they text with each other do they have each other's cell numbers I have no clue I'm like just dying to be a fly on the wall in some of these things but Elon Musk came out and tweeted this on this platform unlike the one-way street of broadcast people are able to interact critique and refute whatever is said he said and of course anything misleading will get Flagged by community notes. That means when someone comes on Twitter and they say something that is blatantly false or insane, community notes is a way that regular people can go in and refute them with facts. It's like a real time online fact checker that is done by regular people. And the cream of the crop rises to the top. And this is why the algorithms that they're putting in place right now on Twitter are kind of interesting. Listen, I am not an Elon Musk fangirl. I'm not a, Car- a Tucker Carlson fangirl either. I've never watched his show, full disclosure. I see the snippets. I see all the good stuff that they repackage and play on Twitter uh, by some of the aggregators. But you know, I have criticism of Elon Musk. And I also think that at least right now at this moment, he has restored my account, so many accounts, and is giving us a platform to push out free speech in any way that we deem reasonable. And acceptable. And I think that's a good thing. Okay. So, Community Notes is pretty cool on Twitter. He went on to say in this statement from Elon Musk yesterday, in response to Tucker Carlson's video address announcing his independent platforming on Twitter. So, I also want to be clear this is Elon Musk, that we have not signed a deal of any kind whatsoever. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. So there is a great equalizer there, which I think is really interesting. No, no back backroom deals. So he said rewards mean subscriptions and advertising revenue share. So they're going to move into this kind of rumble YouTube world, where Twitter becomes a hub for video platforming. And again, more is better. Competition is good. We love free markets, right? The problem that we've we've had over the past ten years, twenty years, thirty years is that too many of our mainstream media outlets, starting with the you know the big ones, Associated Press, Reuters, New York Times, L.A. Times, then the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, we begin to see them atrophy and begin to toe the government line, the establishment line, the elite line, and that happened decades ago. And then we thought we had an outlet in outlets like Fox News and talk radio, but we began to see after the Trump years that they became uh, compromised as well, right? So this new platforming on platforms like Twitter and Rumble really are the biggest ones mean that regular um, content creators can go out and compete with each other and the platforms can compete as well. And he goes on to say, rewards mean subscriptions and advertising revenue share coming soon, which is a function of how many people subscribe and the advertising views associated with the content. So people like myself who have been putting content out on Twitter for almost a decade and paid nothing for it, right? Um, we do it because we believe in the truth and we want to platform our other outlets will now have the opportunity to independently drive revenue. Which keeps us free. It means I don't have to make deals with the Trump team or the MAGA team or the Republican Party or any of these political elements or governments. It means that more people can come and tell you the truth. And you can like it or hate it or agree with it or di- disagree with it. And maybe you don't even think it's the truth, but at least it's free. And when you allow more voices and more discussion, that's when you get to the truth. And that's what's exciting about this, regardless of what you think of of Tucker Carlson, and Elon Musk. So he said, I hope that, this is back to Elon Musk, I hope that many others, particularly from the left, also choose to be content creators on this platform. And I agree 100%, all right? I agree 100%. I think it's, I mean, I marvel. (laughs) I, I mentioned stumbling and bumbling into platforming via video. As you guys all know, I am a broadcaster and podcaster. Just jumped into the video casting and the video streaming on Rumble and Twitter about 9 9 weeks ago. And I just find it so unbelievable that this self-platforming odyssey that I've been on which I started 6 months ago, it's been an insane amount of work and you guys have I mean you know the struggle is real. Like I am I'm learning to ride this bicycle in front of all of you which is a bit painful but you know you're bearing with me. Um but To now understand that it has landed me and this daily show, the Shannon Joy Show, on what will probably be the two hottest video streaming platforms on the planet, Rumble and Twitter, is just astounding to me. And I'm really excited to see the new features. I'm really thrilled to welcome Tucker Carlson to Twitter content creators and the video streaming because... This is going to make everyone better. It's super exciting. Now, let's get to a little bit of analysis on this. I took away three things from the Tucker Carlson announcement. I want to encourage you all to listen to it. Very short, brief message. But he basically laid out what I've been telling you, which so many of us have been telling you for so many years, that Fox News really isn't right. They really aren't conservative. They're really not fair and balanced, and they're not interested in the truth. There are angles. They have revenue platforms. They make deals. And that goes to for some of their biggest view getters, people like Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, who to my knowledge haven't said anything about this, which is insane. I mean, the firing of Tucker and then the attack, right? They went after and they they trotted out these videos that were supposed to make him look bad, but also, you know, they made him look fabulous, fabulously funny, very real, very human. Right and and tried to embarrass him. So not only did they, they fire him unceremoniously, and then try to keep him silenced for twelve months, moving into the next election, that might have had something to do with his decision. Quite frankly, to go independent, I hadn't thought about that before. Right now, but that might have had something to do with it. Um, but I mean, not only do they fire him in the most humiliating and unceremonious way, they also try to besmirch his character and destroy him. Right only for Tucker Carlson to come back very shortly, you know, about a week later and announce the independent platforming on, on Twitter. Right. But this just lays bare how broken conservative media is, how broken con Inc is. And we've been detailing this on the Shannon Joy show for a very long time. I would, I want to say five, six, seven years, but um, really, it came to the fore during COVID nineteen when the Daily Wire, the Blaze, OAN, Newsweek, Fox News, new uh, you know talk radio, they were all in the first three, four, five, six, seven months of lockdown, like all in. They were double and triple masking. They were buying into all of the fallacies. They were running cover for Donald Trump, who had essentially eviscerated the Constitution of the United States of America and. Ushered in fascism in this country in the dark days of 2020, and you know, like diddly squat from Rush Limbaugh, diddly squat from Fox News. It wasn't until we, you know, this this new team reality. People like myself at the at the very beginning were like, something is very wrong, and you know, people like um, Alex Baronson. And Naomi Wolf and Jordan Shactel and Daniel Horowitz and Steve Dace and Justin Hart and Jeffrey Tucker and Dr. Robert Malone, Dark Horse Podcasts, Steve Kirsch. I mean, there were Gummy Bear, Kyle Lamb. I'm trying to think of other names. I mean, there were so many people on Twitter at the time who knew that something was completely wrong and were questioning every single narrative. Two weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks to flatten the curve. We're all in this together. Mask, double mask, tri- triple mask, operation work speed. Everyone get vaccinated. Remember Sean Hannity coming on to his program and begging his audience to go get vaccinated, covering up for the Trump administration. Do you remember the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, mocking his audience, the unvaccinated in his audience, calling them chumps? Or doofuses, or I forget what it was. It was horribly derogatory, telling them that they were stupid to not get vaccinated, and then only to acknowledge about a year later that they were that he was wrong about everything concerning the concerning the vaccine. But then he never talks about it again. Ben Shapiro will not talk about vaccine injury and death. He will not talk about the vaccines. Period. Because his wife's a doctor or something. I don't even get it. There's a deal there. Like lies, bio mission only happen when there's a deal. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are... Traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing, you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend. And they need the vitamins and minerals, they need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens. So that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code SHANNON. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code SHANNON, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. And so Tucker really has laid bare everything we've been reporting to you about right-wing news media, Conservative Inc. and all of these different platforms that get it right on a lot of things but never give you the full truth. The big question is, what will Tucker do? Will he go full truth, a.k.a. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is just like mind-blowing <laughs> bombshells? What did he do yesterday? Oh, he went on an interview to talk about the Texas shooting and immediately dropped this truth bomb that, you know, what is the the common link between these, these shooters? And by the way, the Texas shooting has, I mean, they're – Bad vibes on that whole thing. there is something very, very wrong with what went down there. and I you know, I haven't looked into it deeply, but what I have seen, it's just weird. But RFK goes on an interview and and calls out immediately the pharmaceutical corporations and SSRI drugs, right? What is the common link? All of these shooters are hopped up on these pharmaceutical anti well I don't even know what they are, they're antipsychotics, and apparently they just make you psychotic. And so it's like, I mean, RFK, I digress. But will Tucker go in that direction? We're going to have to wait and see. These are my three takeaways from the Tucker Carlson announcement. Number one, it's refreshing to me that he didn't make a backroom deal with Elon. Talking about backroom deals and, you know, the the cigar-filled rooms and, you know, the handshakes and I don't know. I like that Tucker Carlson just kind of went out there and says, "You know what? We're going to go the independent route. I'm not going to take any of the deals with any of the strings, any of the considerations." Because you know, like say he went to Newsmax, right? Well, the 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 profit model of of these outlets really rests heavily on campaign, election ad spending, and access to the candidates, right? So how is Tucker going to go? and criticize someone like Donald Trump if, if, you know, these outlets are taking huge advertising deals or exchanging access for favorable coverage. You just can't do it. And remember, Tucker, it seems, wants to take the gloves off. And we know this from the leaked text messages that um, there is a part of him that seems to want to take the gloves off on Trump Inc. and MAGA Inc., So first and foremost, it's refreshing to me that he didn't make a backroom deal with Elon. He's platforming like any old Joe Schmo, just like me, only a whole heck of a lot better and with much better production value, I'm sure. But I think it's brilliant. He will have complete freedom here on Twitter. I can tell you that as a Twitter broadcaster tonight, absolutely zero censoring whatsoever. Okay, it's just a ballsy move, too. I like it. The second thing is it's going to place an enormous amount of pressure and stress introducing real competition to the right-wing news media establishment, especially Fox News, Cable News, Con Inc., and Rumble even. Because remember, I've been mentioning on Rumble. I also platform on that outlet. And it is clear, I don't know what the deals are or what the agreements are, but it's very clear Kimberly Guilfoyle Donald Trump Jr and many many trump positive trump heavy broadcasters on Rumble are being platformed there so they are getting the top billing top of the fold so to speak so anytime you go onto Rumble and you look for live they're like right in your face and that that obviously drives and generates an audience listen you live and you die by the algorithm that's one of the things about these these platforms online you're, you know, you're always kind of precarious. It's why I platform everywhere: podcasts, broadcasts on Rumble and Twitter, and also good old-fashioned AM terrestrial radio with my partnership over at News Radio WHAM, eleven eighty, the Heritage Clear Channel fifty thousand watt blowtorch here on the East Coast. So that's been one of my strategies um, to keep this show independent and safe. Has been uh, the buckshot approach with multi-platforming. Because you really never know. You never know. When is Elon Musk going to put Twitter up for sale and then someone comes in and, you know, they mess with all the algorithms and, you know, you're out of a platform. So, I mean, this is the stuff you have to think about now in the new wild, wild west of the free independent media, stuff that goes through my mind. Um, so, yes, number two, this is going to place an enormous amount of pressure on the mainstream news media outlets and it's going to begin to expose them. And that's good. We have needed this. Okay. My hunch, and this is my third point, my third observation about all of this, is that this is why he ultimately chose Twitter. Much of the right-wing news business model, their profit model, as I mentioned, is built around Rhino and MAGA ad spending. Any deal would have to place limits on discourse regarding Trump or the Rhino establishment, the only place that you could go and really have I mean the ability to take those gloves off every single night is Twitter. and I think that has a, a a lot of impact on or I would guess that had impact on Tucker Carlson's decision. So it's a big if, all right if Tucker wants to fully go like I mean Rock star truth and that necessarily includes pulling away the veil and exposing the lies about Trump, Trump Inc. and MAGA Inc. If he really wants to do that, and if he's going to do that, the only place that he could do it freely is on Twitter with no repercussions. And that's why that's what I think may have been behind his decision to go the independent route. Okay. Okay. We're going to go to a break very quickly. Before we do, big shout out to Gold Co. So thankful for the sponsors over at Gold Co. They are amazing and we would not be here if it weren't for this amazing company that helps people transfer their Roth IRA, their Roth IRA or their 401k to gold and silver backed investments. They have been doing this forever. It is their bread and butter and that's why they have thousands upon thousands of five star reviews on Better Business Bureau, and also on um, Google as well. They just know what they're doing. Everything is so precarious right now. There is so much uncertainty. And throughout history, gold and silver, it's the way to go. Doesn't lose value ever, ever. So you have a choice. You want to go with something that's a sure thing that has stood the test of time over 4,000 years of human history, or do you want to go with the Russian roulette and Wall Street that we know is manipulated. We read the headlines every day. I'd say it's a no-brainer. Go with the gold and silver. Go with Gold Co. Go to Goldco.com slash Shannon Joy. That's goldcoat.com slash Joy. And you can see if you're qualifying for a uh, free silver. You can also let them know that we sent you by using that slash Shannon Joy. All right. We'll be back in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe Or secure, but having a self directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started, maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Welcome back to the Shannon Joy show. Speaking of stumbling and bumbling, as I'm working to platform the Shannon Joy show, especially here on Twitter, I'm very excited about Twitter because it's going to get really hot with Tucker Carlson now making this like where he's going to go. They're going to they're going to really give Rumble a run for the money. And if you've witnessed anything that has been done by Elon Musk with Twitter, they're going to they're going to do it well. And so that's gonna be really exciting to watch. but I am if you might have noticed the last couple episodes of the Shannon Joy Show on Twitter, I had to broadcast from my alt account um the, it was the account that I had when I was suspended permanently from Twitter before Elon Musk came in and took over the platform and restored my account. thank you very much, Elon Musk. So there is another Shannon Joy radio account on Twitter. It's at Shannon Joy Radio, but the Oh, at the end is a zero, not a no. So I have my blue check account, which you're watching right now. And then I have my secondary account. And I want to keep the secondary account because I have like 10,000 followers there. And I don't want to just give them up. And I haven't figured out how to merge them with my original Shannon Joy show. So I might have to, I don't know, email Twitter support or something to figure that out. But anyway, I've been platforming from my alt account because my blue check account was limited and this is because not because of censorship. So if you're if you're looking at some of the recent shows this week and they're a little bit lower in views, it's because I had to platform them from the the alt account because my blue check account was quasi suspended by Twitter. So when that happened, my heart is kind of like dropping into my stomach cuz I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I've done all of this freaking work to, you know, platform the show and learn how to do radio." figure out how to work this freaking teleprompter, which I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not reading it, but I just put my notes up there so that I don't have to constantly be looking you know, up and down. And so like, I'm like, okay, here we go again. Right. What did I get sus- suspended for this time on Twitter? Like, what have I done? Why can't I platform? And I was really nervous the last couple of days. So I ended up just going in and appealing to um, Twitter support to figure out why they, had um deplatformed and they didn't suspend me with my blue check they just wouldn't let me video live or enter spaces and i just had no clue why so it turns out so this is kind of funny it turns out that i was it was it had nothing to do with the content to my larger point of twitter really truly being a, a free speech platform it actually had to do with the fact that when i broadcast on twitter i will tweet then untweet and retweet over and over and over and over and over again. And this comes like from back in my radio days with average quarter hour listening, right? So, the way that radio is broken up in an hour, if you're a broadcaster, um, you're always getting a revolving door of listeners because people will get into their car, they'll drive to work, it's eight minutes, and then they get out of the car. And that eight minutes every single day, that's when you reach that particular listener. And it changes throughout the hour, it's never static. Except for your P ones, the people who are like they love the show. It's appointment listening, and they're going to make sure they can find you no matter what. Most listeners or viewers are going to be in and out in radio, and so that's my background. I've been in radio for twenty four years, ten years in front of the microphone, and so on Twitter, I just instinctively like I want to get those that revolving door because if you're on Twitter, like if I start the show at five pm and then at five fifteen pm. I get a whole new crop of people who weren't on Twitter at five. I want to get in front of them too. So I would like tweet, retweet, tweet, retweet. And I thought I'm like, brilliant. Like we are busting out the views. My interview with uh, Dr. Mary Telly Bowden last week had 170,000 views, I think, on Twitter, which is like, I'm like, we're doing gangbusters. This is great. A lot of my uh, broadcasts are getting 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 views. And a lot of it has to do, I think, with me like going out and fishing, like getting that new audience. And so I would, I guess I got a little too aggressive with my tweeting and retweeting. And Twitter apparently thought I was a bot. Like they thought I was some kind of algorithm bot or fake account or troll. And that's why, and I didn't know it was against the rules. Apparently that I'm already breaking rules here on Twitter broadcasting. Apparently doing that is breaking the rules. So I sent them a really nice message. And apologized profusely and said, I didn't realize this was against the rules, but I, you know, I'm really just trying to like get the show out to the audience. And that is why, if you're wondering, the last I think three shows, they I, I was not able to broadcast from my blue check account. Twitter was lovely and they came back and said, We've reinstated your account. It was super fast. And they said sometimes people don't understand the Twitter rules. Like, go read the manual, Shannon, and you'll figure it out. So I can't tweet and retweet like as much as I was doing. I guess I might've gotten a little aggressive with it. Um, But yeah, so you guys can do it for me. So if you're watching right now, I mean, Twitter is a whole different ballgame though, because Mm -hmm. most people on Twitter are used to like scrolling, scrolling up and down. And they're not used to like sitting down, putting on a broadcast and watching it for an hour. And so that's been one of my challenges in really getting the views up on Twitter is that it's just people aren't used to that dynamic of 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 a full length full hour or more broadcast where they just they stop scrolling through Twitter and they just like sit there. so um that's been but I think that's gonna change. I think now that um, Elon Musk is going to bu- build this platform to be compatible for long format. Um, viewing because of Tucker Carlson, that that's going to get better. And it's really, really super exciting. So hopefully I don't like break any more rules here on Twitter. But again, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm learning and I'm learning with all of you. So I can't retweet. You can help me, by the way, if you're watching on Twitter, you can give me a thumbs up. You can shoot a comment. You can follow the Shannon Joy show on Twitter. You can share this out. You can retweet it. And that goes for all of you on Rumble as well. If you're watching on the Rumble platform, if you give me a thumbs up or a follow, also comments in the live chat are huge. It helps us to grow. And these are all the natural algorithms. You can help me so that I don't have to go in and do it, I, I suppose, artificially. I, I I didn't see it as, like, cheating. I just saw it as, like I said, getting in front of the new audience as they're coming in to Twitter. And so, I mean, I don't know. But you guys, I won't have to do it if you guys do it for me. That's my whole point with all of this, is that um, the organic growth of this show, again, we don't usually benefit from the algorithm because I'm small potatoes and I don't have like a big agent. I'm not connected to Dave Rubin over at Rumble or Elon over at Twitter. And we just have to kind of, you know, little engine that could style, churn and burn good content as much as we can. And so you guys are really a part of that. When you support the sponsors like Gold Co., Magnesium Breakthrough, and For Patriot Supply, when you follow and share, retweet, like, and comment, like that is the natural algorithm generator. That's what really helps us grow. So you don't even have to support me financially. A lot of people go to the ShannonJoy.com and they shoot, you know, the show five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month because they want to keep us obviously independent, But you don't even have to do that. Honestly, just like giving thumbs up and hitting like and and retweeting is enormously helpful. Enormously, enormously helpful. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the second topic of the day. And that is Donald Trump and MAGA Inc. And what I see as really like the last idol that needs to fall in order for Americans to move into full awakening. And we're there, we're seeing it. We're seeing the awakening happening right now. We're seeing these dinosaur industries just topple and at the beginning stages of crashing and burning. But there's there's a remnant, there is a segment of the population that is still holding on to a lie, in my opinion. And that lie is Donald Trump. It's MAGA, it's anonymous, QAnon. And it's also the evangelical community that continues, a small segment of them, to really push out and believe in Donald Trump almost as a savior. It's very unhealthy. We're going to talk about that when we come back on the program. But before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to our good friends over at Magnesium Breakthrough. So much stress, so much anxiety so difficult to sleep at night. I know a lot of you are so concerned about the news of the day, where this country is going. We're balancing on a pin and that can lead to sleepless nights. And then sleepless nights can lead to more stress and more anxiety. And then that can lead to actual physical manifestations of stress and anxiety in sleepless nights. The, the joint pain and migraines and a whole host of other health issues. If you're not getting a good night's sleep, then, you know, it's going to affect everything. Magnesium breakthrough has an organic product. It combines seven different types of magnesium. And when people report back, like the biggest difference they see with mag breakthrough is their ability to sleep. They literally take it and they immediately begin to feel their body relaxing, and they're finally able to sleep. And that's what I've seen over and over and again. That's what I've heard from some of you. And I want to invite you to try magnesium breakthrough. 75% of Americans are magnesium deficient. And it's not just the sleeplessness, it's other stuff as well that um, can manifest if you don't get the right amounts of magnesium. So go to magbreakthrough.com slash Shannon Joy. That's magbreakthrough.com slash Shannon Joy. They have very special offers and discounts and gifts with purchase if you make sure to put in the slash Shannon Joy at the end. So magbreakthrough.com slash Shannon Joy and get the magnesium that you need so that you can be healthy and so that you can sleep. All right, we'll be back in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. I must be a glutton for punishment because typically I'm the only one willing to poke my head out and criticize the man who shall not be criticized on right-wing news media or conservative news media, and that's Donald Trump. And man, I've been doing this now for 10 years. I was probably one of the only conservatives in the nation with a platform that opposed his nomination for the presidency, of the United States of America, then opposed his presidency of the United States of America, didn't vote for him, 2015, and scrutinized his presidency very closely over 2017, 2018, 2019, and then culminating in the darkness in the despair and the COVID fascism of 2020, which Trump ultimately ushered in. So I am uniquely able to look at the Trump phenomenon from uh, this perspective as someone who observed and was looking for the truth way back when, when he came down the elevator. So I know all about his promises. I know all about his tactics and techniques. I know all about how his bots and trolls come and attack people on social media. I know all about the pressure campaigns and the influence campaigns. I know all about the ad hominem attacks. I know all about the broken promises. I looked at all of the bills along with Daniel Horowitz in 2017, 18, 19, and 20. We scrutinized those bills and we saw how President Donald Trump aligned with the swamp in nearly every way that mattered. And that's just the truth. And so I've witnessed this over, and I don't, you know, this is not Trump derangement syndrome. In fact, for many years, I very rarely talked about President Trump. And you will know on this program, I probably give Donald Trump and MAGA and the campaign campaign maybe 10% of my coverage if, if any. I mean, I very rarely go back and look at my past 10 shows. You'll find most of them have nothing to do with Trump. It's all about finding the truth, getting in the best guests, and getting true, um, real truth. I see Trump and MAGA and Trump supporters and the campaign in and of itself as one of the last final barriers to full awakening in this country. And that's why it's an important topic. And that's why I'm going to talk about it tonight. Again, this is not Trump derangement syndrome. I don't know Trump. I don't know what's in his heart. I don't dislike him or like him. I have absolutely no feelings about him as a person. I see him as an entity, as a political figure. That is creating impact in our culture, impact within the conservative right, impact within the evangelical community. And I see his campaign and everything about what they do as a great lie, a manipulation, a distortion. And it's particularly impactful among a small segment of evangelical Christians who do believe and do look to Trump in some bizarre way as some like spiritual leader the culmination of prophecy that he is chosen by God to, I don't even know what, but it's there and it's still there. They believe that everything that we've gone through, that Trump is never aligned with the left. He's never aligned with the swamp. He didn't take pictures with Klaus Schwab. He didn't usher in the lockdowns and the fascism and the mandates. He didn't hand over his campaign to Anthony Fauci. It was all part of the plan. Right. This is all just part of a grand master plan that Trump has hatched that takes many, many years to come to fruition. It's the 4D chest, which you'll see over on the QAnon websites, the Reddit channels and the anom- uh, anonymous Twitter handle. Right. This is this is what they believe, that there is prophecy, that he is some sort of savior. And you can see it in some of the memes and the images that they put out of him kind of like a Jesus character. It's very bizarre, but it's there. It's an element that is among people who agree with me on everything, everything. They agree with you and I on on the lockdowns, how devastating they were, the masking, the mandates, but they cannot cross over to that next step of attaching this person, this human being, and this movement that he represents to those very bad things that happened to us, it's always an excuse. Well, he was tricked by his advisors. He didn't know any better. He had bad advice. He's dealing with these lawsuits and those lawsuits and and this attack and that attack. Right? It's always layer upon layer upon layer of excuses as to why he always does the wrong thing, and it's never the full acknowledgement or admission that. That he is one of them. It is more likely, more likely than four dimensional chess or some grand plan or some cosmic anointing of this person to come and save the world, which by the way, only Jesus can do. All right. So that's your first clue that it is a fallacy. It's false. These are false prophets. Okay. But now, you know, it's more likely. I mean, just think about it this way it's more likely that he's a business guy who's a knee-jerk liberal progressive who hung out with liberal progressives his entire life, was always pro-choice, was always a Democrat. His daughter hung out with Chelsea Clinton. They were good buddies with Bill and Hillary Clinton. He went uh, on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He was good buddies with Epstein, took pictures with him. He mingled with the elites. He mingled with this whole elite establishment crowd for many, many years, in fact, his entire life. Isn't it easier to maybe posit the idea that, yeah, you know, he made a deal? He's a reality star. That's what he does. He play acts. And this gregarious character that came in, well, you know what? You can be president of the United States, but, you know, you got to play within the boundaries of the game. Same as Tucker Carlson. Hey, Tucker, you can have a huge platform, eight o'clock slot on Fox News, but you got to follow the rules. Got to play within the boundaries and you got to play the game. And so is it unreasonable to suggest that maybe, just maybe, Trump was play acting. He was playing a role, the role that he's always played, right? He just, you know, adjusted it for the average MAGA consumer. And the MAGA consumer, consumer, the, the conservatives, so, so frustrated, so betrayed for so many years by the Republican Party, so gaslit by their own... Uh, figureheads, people like Bill O'Reilly, was never a freaking conservative ever, right? Like they were just so desperate for their own bully. They'd been beaten down and bullied and marginalized for so many years by mainstream news media. They never had an ally. They never had someone in their corner to just completely glom onto this guy who totally lied to him, right? Because he's a shyster. I mean, come on, Trump steaks, Trump vodka, Trump airplanes, Trump. I mean, come on. Right. We know what this guy does. We know what he did. We did what he did way back in the day. Right. So this is all stuff that I've been talking about, you know, in a minor way. I mean, I really hit it hard in 2015 when he was running for the nomination. That's where I really did my deep dive and devoted a ton of time to what I thought was exposing Trump for the shyster that he was. But it fell on deaf ears. It did not work. Got me thrown off the conservative radio station I was on which ended up being a blessing. But I realized at that point, you know, there's just no penetrating. These people are going to have to wake up one at a time. The the scales are going to have to fall from their eyes. And Jesus, you take the wheel. Cause like, I don't know, you can lead a horse to water, but (laughs) people aren't going to drink it. Right. It's just the most bizarre thing. Most bizarre thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Okay. And so we moved on to pursuing the truth. We moved on to uh, going deeper and just bringing great guests. And then 2020 happened and that you know launched the show in a whole different way. Right. But necessarily, if you're going to talk about the last three years, you have to talk about COVID fascism. And the problem right now is we're moving into an election season and the front runner, Donald Trump, who is who is assumed to be the nominee to run against Joe Biden in 2024, will not acknowledge the death, the destruction, the fascism, any of it. He's not tricked. He won't even say that he's tricked. He is doubling down. He's doubling down. And so we have to address this. If we want to fix what happened, if we want there truly to be an awakening, if we want to embrace truth, we can't just embrace some of the truth. We can't just, you know, have a little truth. If we're going to do truth, we have to do truth. And right now, on the right and among conservatives and evangelicals, many of you out there still want to be lied to, okay? And there are all too many shysters and platformers and podcasters and broadcasters who will lie to you every day and they know they're lying to you, but you know what they can do? They can sell MAGA hats. They know you'll buy the t-shirt. They know you'll buy the coffee mug. They know that you'll send your money because they've so gaslit you into such a state of fear. They've so convinced you that there is only one savior and that is Donald Trump, that you'll give them anything. That's the truth. Because you cannot look out at the landscape and, and the disaster that has come to the U.S. Our constitution is shredded. We are living in so many lies. People are so, it's a, it's a nightmare. It's only gonna get worse. We're gonna move into a very serious recession. Your pocketbook is gonna be impacted. All of those glorious years of, of Trump wealth and the in the Trump boom, that was erased in six months when people tell me, oh, they were the best years of my life. The best four-year, the best economy, the most jobs, the stock market's going through the roof. You lost all of that under his watch in a span of three to six months. All of it. It's gone. It was a mirage. It was always an illusion. It was always fake. He was always in bed with the enemy. He was always aligned with Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, and Kevin McCarthy. And you know that because he signed every bill they put in in front of him. Every bill. Every spending initiative that they wanted, he signed off on. And a million other pieces of terrible legislation. But the worst was, as we all know, the handing of this nation and its people to Anthony Fauci, HHS, the Pentagon, and that military coup d'etat of 2020. So, yeah, we need to address this. We need to address not only Donald Trump, but also the right-wing media that continues to want to sell you lies and a bill of goods so that they can continue to, to cash in on the Trump cash cow, all right? The right's clinging to Trump and MAGA in my opinion is the last element holding back the revolution against covid fascism and the great reset it is the last idol that is holding us back from truth and healing and a new emergent future for the 21st century for our kids and our grandkids it is our clinging to this lie i truly believe that once honestly people wake up it'll be it, it's going to be fast it indicates, right? The fact that people are still clinging to this indicates that they are still being gaslit and they are still refusing to embrace full truth. And I said to my audience last year, if you're a longtime listener of the Shannon Joy Show, um, I believe, and I said this last year, when the right dumps Trump and when the evangelicals dump Trump, it will signal the awakening. It'll, it will signal that the awakening has reached the tipping point And the actual resistance will begin in the United States of America. We're very close to that. And it's only a matter of time. I'm here to tell you tonight, you can yell and you can scream and you can call me a Trump derangement syndrome, whatever. And you can call me stupid. I know you all do. The trolls are coming in, but it's only a matter of time. This is happening. In the same way that I told you that the truth would emerge on the efficacy of the vaccine, the truth would emerge on the, the toxicity of these vaccines, the truth would emerge on masking, the truth would emerge on those horrific lockdowns. I told I told you this would happen, and it is happening. And we are very close. The removal of Tucker Carlson from, from Fox News and this new emergent um, Twitter and kind of rumble platforming. Is, I mean, it's gonna really go up against mainstream media and I think signal something very different. I got a couple comments from um some of the discourse that I pushed out this morning on this very topic on Twitter. And I want to read those to you and also go into the second element of this, right? Um, the first problem is MAGA and Trump. He is he is aligned and in cahoots with the rhinos, with the Republican Party. They are in cahoots. With the Democrat Party. That's just established. Okay. It's just the truth. And if you pay attention long enough and you read all of the bills, you will realize that the bills that were passed by George W. Bush are identical to the bills that were passed by Barack Obama, that were basically identical in terms of spending and, you know, really feeding the military industrial complex and, the you know every industrial complex um they were the same as the the bills that were p- passed by the Trump campaign and and the Biden bills are the same as the bills before that i mean they're they're all one and the same the machine wants to continue this d versus r mirage this fallacy so that we continue to be divided once we wake up from this and we become united and we begin to activate from our own corner of the world according to our own u- unique uh capabilities locally it's over it's over. It's that easy guys. Okay. Everything they're saying is an illusion. We come back. We're going to look specifically at that as we continue with the Shannon Joy show. Welcome back everyone to the Shannon Joy show. It's always like whack-a-mole when I poke my head out and even like opine on what I really think about Donald Trump and MAGA and right-wing news media. It's like the gates of hell open, the bots and trolls come out, and it's every name in the book. And there was a robust discussion on my Twitter feed as I pushed out some of these thoughts to my audience. And I just want to read some of your comments because some, you know, there are a lot of people who actually agree with me and are coming around to this way of thinking. I got a comment from Pam, who was a follower on Twitter. She said I was teetering on the edge with him when he said 15 days to flatten the curve right? she just come off four years of broken promises. Hello, Obamacare, right? Build the wall. She said, I jumped ship completely the first time I heard him bragging about the jabs and how he saved the world. I wish he was who we all hoped he would be, but he's not. I agree with Pam. We had a comment from Mel, who is another... Follower on the Shannon Joy show right here on Twitter. So the only lasting alternative for Americans to finally, the only lasting alternative is for Americans to finally hold all politicians accountable. DNR. I know that sounds very Pollyanna-ish. I've been called Pollyanna myself, Mel, by all the political con- consultants. They're like, that's just the way the sausage is made. You just go on. You don't, you don't understand. Just, you know, sit there and look pretty, right? This is the, you know, all the smartest guys in the room. And I have been called Pollyanna before because I don't know. I believe in truth. Um, Justice. (laughs) I mean, like, is it that, I mean, is it that Pollyanna to believe that politicians should tell you the truth that you should, we should be, um, you know, have franchise and be able to trust our elections and our elected officials? Is that too Pollyanna-ish? Because I don't know. I think that's kind of basic. So no, Mel, I don't agree with you. I think, well, no, I agree with you. I don't think that that's too Pollyanna-ish. I think that's the way things should be. She said, I know it sounds very Pollyanna-ish, but until we let go of this false dichotomy of left versus right, and laser focus on the corruption plaguing both sides equally, we are all screwed. The Uniparty is literally facilitating an invasion meant to permanently destroy our ability to fight back. Literally. Have you guys seen the border of Texas? Well, Greg Abbott, the Republican, twiddles his thumbs, okay? It is an onslaught. It is an invasion of young men primarily to the tune of tens of thousands right now. It's a huge story down in Texas. Oh, sorry guys, Greg Abbott, it's my border. You know, don't mess with Texas. (laughs) All hat, no cattle at all. Texas is a disaster, but it's a red state, right? No, she's right, the uniparty, unibrow. Jim had a comment on, and this is on basically me throwing out there that the whole Trump thing is a fraud. The whole thing was an illusion. It's a mirage. He's always been aligned with the swamp. He always has been the swamp. He's playing a role. And I'm telling you, this is going to get me. People are going to lose their minds when they see this. They're going to go crazy. I know. Listen, I've been here before. So this is not my first rodeo. And I just don't care. It's like, what are we, what are we doing now? We're going full truth. If RFK can do it, I can do it here on the show. We've been doing it here on the show for a long time. But this is what Jim has to say. Jim, um, another follower on Twitter. Hey, Jim. Sadly, most people would prefer memes, nicknames, and personal attacks offered by Trump over the truth. They want to be entertained. I don't think so. I think we've been traumatized to such an extent that while there still are a few people who want to be entertained, I don't know about all of you, but I do not find... The destruction of the Constitution in the mass killing of Americans and potentially my own kids to be entertaining. Okay. Like, this isn't fun anymore. I know that at one point politics became fun and entertainment. I seem to remember a really popular talk radio host saying that this is not what I think. This is just entertainment. Right. He really did kind of skew civics for a while. Like, Politics—it's—it's all entertainment, and maybe it was entertaining for a while, but now it's downright scary. And I don't think that as many people today feel that way, Jim. But he goes on—you know—sadly, most people would rather be entertained and see the memes and the nicknames than um, have the truth. Said I've been trying to get um, the right in northern in northern um, Missouri to consider Desantis, but no amount of logic will convince them that. Trump won't win. The cult is real, and I'm going to identify a fallacy here because I hear that one all the time. The, it's the cult. You just you can't break it. Um, you know, people want this. They want the entertainment, and it's just too large, and it's just too powerful, and and it's inevitable, right? The cult is real. I would posit tonight to you, Jim, that the cult is actually a fallacy. Like, that's a total fallacy the the trump cult in my opinion was somewhat real in 2015-16 and maybe in the early years of his presidency but i think it has substantially waned over time and there are still diehards but i think they represent a very tiny minority of the entirety of the conservative movement and the republican the republican crowd i think that the the trump cult is most manifest On social media to give you the illusion that it's real, that there are real people that represent this cult. I haven't seen it in my real life. I have a million conversations with people and I talk to Trump supporters all the time. What I don't see is a cult. I see people who mainly don't think they have any other choice, they think it's inevitable. And so, this whole Trump cult, in my opinion, is fake, especially this time around. It's made up mostly of social media bots and trolls, and I'm not kidding, like in a call center warehouse churning out like responses. It's not real. Cambridge Analytica, we know how this works. When they send out the bots and the trolls and they try to create on social media the illusion of something real, then then people transfer to their real life. It's not real. In fact, I just had to go through with one of the organizations that I work with. They were getting hammered on their Facebook page because they're over the target on, um, you know, bringing the truth about a school board budget, like a, you know, a budget vote. And all of a sudden, they're just like, all of the people in our community, the community is turning against us. What are we going to do? You know, this is terrible. And they're all in angst over their Facebook page and these comments. So I'm like, okay, boys, let's go in and look at the Facebook page. And we go in and I immediately identify like half a dozen to a dozen totally fake accounts. These are people from Tallahassee. I mean, this is happening in Fairport, New York, but these are blatantly fake Facebook accounts. They have no followers. They only put up memes of like the sunset and a cat and they are from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And, but they are on your account and they're typing. You think they're human. Okay. It's not real. So the social media bots and trolls are real. Some of them are computer generated or AI generated. Some of them are actual real human beings. All right. This creates an illusion of strength and an inevitability. What this does, again, it happens on social media, penetrates your mind. And then you think that's what's going on out in the real world. This drives the mainstream to support Trump, people like Trump in polls, or to hold their noses at election time, or to say in polite conversation, well, we don't have any other choice, but that doesn't indicate approval or steadfast support in any way at all, right? It mainly indicates that they think that this is the only choice they have, and it's better than Biden. I'm here to tell you it's not better than Biden. Trump was the worst. Because what he did was he took all of the left-wing progressive initiatives of the left, he wrapped them up in a package and served it to conservatives for consumption, legitimizing so many of the left-wing agenda items. Hello, Bruce Jenner. The support of Bruce Jenner. And the calling off of the dogs on the Bud Light boycott, which we're going to get into if we have time. With the Pedro Gonzalez piece, Trump was worse because he basically, while you were anesthetized and kind of in a trance, he basically got you to accept all kinds of left-wing initiatives, massive spending, budget deficits, you name it, right? If people believe, the moment people believe they actually have another choice, a viable choice besides Trump, they'll take it. I promise you that. I promise you, you've been played, you've been manipulated, you've been tricked. It's okay. I was there too. Listen, I was a like, rock-solid Republican card-carrying for 35 years. Never thought about this stuff. This type of stuff is revealed to us one at a time and in different ways and with different experiences in life. The only difference between you and me, if you are a previous Trump supporter or if you're wobbling is that I came to this conclusion a few years ago. There are people who came to this conclusion way before I did, okay? It was just revealed to me. I got a job broadcasting and had to closely observe and really pay attention for a very long period of time. Most of you out there don't have time to filter all of this and you're depending on voices, media voices to give you the truth, people you trust. People like Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity who built Trust with their audiences over a long period of time and served up to their audiences for whatever reason on a silver platter, a charlatan, a liar, a fake, a fraud. Donald Trump. And if you want to try to say that the establishment, that no one can beat Donald Trump, or that that he's the only guy that can go in and take on the establishment, and he's gonna come in because he's angry and they're going after him. By the way, I think all of the going after of Trump is you know, relatively benign. I think he likes it because it makes him look like a victim. It makes him look victimized. And that riles up that base again, that dwindling base. But this idea that Trump is anti-establishment is just crazy. It's completely false. It's another fallacy. The establishment loves Trump. Trump ushered in COVID fascism. Trump ushered in the wet dreams of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates, Gavi Foundation, the World Health Organization, and all of the megalomaniac control freaks who want to take over everything and own everything. Trump handed us to them on a silver platter. They love him. And If you look back at his history, to those of you who think it'll be different this time, and he's going to come in, and it's going to be a different presidency, no. He promised all of these same things in 2016, that he was going to take on the establishment. He was going to drain the swamp. But I have news for you. While in office, Trump signed over a dozen massive spending bills, which passed with overwhelming swamp support, aka bipartisan support, aka Chuck Schumer wrote it, Nancy Pelosi co-wrote it. It was approved by Mitch McConnell and also Kevin McCarthy. This is why Trump is supporting all the rhinos Rino, the right now, including Rona Daniels or Rona McDaniel's. These bills that he that he signed with no negotiation, no pushback whatsoever, fully funded Obamacare. They never repealed or got rid of Obamacare, these spending bills exploded the size of government. They exploded the debt and deficit. They fully funded Planned Parenthood. Yes, fully funded Planned Parenthood, the entirety of the Donald Trump presidency. In fact, he signed a spending bill which restarted the NIH funding of, of purchasing baby body parts from abortion clinics so that they could be used for experimentation. Hearts, lungs, livers, brains, and the older the gestation, the more money you got, okay? That was the NIH that was reinstated in a spending bill that Donald Trump signed, and quite frankly, most Republicans voted for. Don't get it twisted. This, this that he's a pro-life president, insane. Fully funded Planned Parenthood. He funded and grew the military-industrial complex. He funded and grew the medical-industrial complex by signing those spending bills, okay? He's either stupid or complicit. Oh, he got tricked. If he got tricked, then you are acknowledging he is stupid. He is so profoundly stupid that someone as dumb as me can figure this stuff out, but he can't after four years in office. All of the resources, all of the experts, all the time, he can't figure this out? Okay. So if you're saying that he got tricked, then you're acknowledging he is stupid. That's not good. I don't want that for a president. And if he didn't get tricked, then you're acknowledging he's complicit. And that's even worse. So which do you want? It is time that we face the truth about this fraud. I know a lot of people. And no, they're not (laughs) pro-Trump. They'll vote for him. They think he's inevitable. They think it has to be that way, but they're not pro-Trump. They don't believe in him. They want something better. They just don't think they deserve it. They don't think we can have it. They don't think the truth can ever break through. And so they're disenfranchised. They're resigned. And they're accepting a substandard product because that's what we've been conditioned to accept. In our politicians, in our candidates, in our governments, in our bureaucracies, from our corporations, we have been profoundly ab- abused and manipulated and propagandized and used. Not only by people like Donald Trump, but by the, those who carry his water. And I'm not going to get to it tonight because I ran out of time. But I'm talking about Con Inc., conservative media. The names of the people who continue to, 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 to gaslight you without acknowledging the elephant in the room. And so we're gonna hit that on this program. We're not gonna let that go. We've just ran out of time tonight. Um, but tomorrow or the next day, we will get to the Pedro Gonzalez piece about um Breitbart, and we'll, you know, we'll go straight to the horse's mouth because he's joining me on Monday on the Shannon Joy show. So do not miss that show. Also, Amy Kelly of Daily Clout will be with me tomorrow. So you don't want to miss that show as well. We're going to go over the devastating, horribly devastating report 69 that recently came out of the Pfizer document analysis project. And uh, we love Amy Kelly. She's a regular on the program here. And we're going to get that plus um, a lot more tomorrow on the Shannon Joy show. Before we go, for Patriot Supply. So this is an amazing company for those of you who are prepping. Um independence alongside independence comes preparedness, right? You cannot be independent if you aren't prepared for all sorts of different scenarios, whether it's a a uh, natural disaster, the zombie apocalypse, the next pandemic that they sick on the American people. Um when you are prepared, you are better able to make good decisions. And that's where for patriot supply comes in. They have everything. They have all of the different supplies that you need for a weekend supply, one week supply, three month supply, um really great prices, really great food, high quality food and then all of the other prepper stuff that uh you're interested in. Like the water filters and the generators, you name it. Um there are so many fantastic uh, prepping companies out there. I love them all. I think it's part of being independent. It's part of our resistance is to um, make sure that we're prepared. But there is only one prepping company that is supporting the Shannon Joy Show, and that is for Patriot Supply. So if you're going to prep, why not use for Patriot Supply? Just go to the website for patriotsupply.com and put in the promo code Shannon. With that promo code Shannon, you'll get a 10% discount and they'll know I sent you. So for PatriotSupply.com promo code Shannon. Please remember that without our supporters, Mag Breakthrough, that's magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Shannon Joy, Goldco.com slash ShannonJoy, and our friends for Patriot Supply with the promo code Shannon. Without these guys, the show can't come to you every night. So if you're in the market, give them a shout. Let them know that I sent you, and we'll keep the lights on. We'll be back tomorrow to do it all again right here in the Shannon Joy show. Hey, everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, Post COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not, and that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.